Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to talk today about uh, keys to answered prayer. This is something that um, uh, we have to get nailed down for ourselves and for our lives. Many people, you hear the way people pray, and you can tell if they have an understanding of the Word of God or not about how to pray, about if their prayers matter at all. I remember when the Lord started putting on my heart to have a daily prayer time, time that I spent doing nothing but praying and uh, uh, praying in tongues and and then praying in English. And the first thing that the the first uh, scriptures the Lord had me pray were actually scriptures on prayer, on the on the effectiveness of prayer. And so I'd pray things like, Lord, I thank you. Your word says that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. When you get that in your spirit, that your prayers, that the Lord will use you mightily in prayer, that your prayers actually matter, that if you don't pray, things don't get done. And as you do pray, things are getting done. You don't treat it lightly. It's our communication with God. It's like God has ordained that our mouth is is how we enforce what he's he's. Um, He's ordained for us. The Bible says in Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and any tongue that rises up in judgment against you, you shall condemn. So tongue, a tongue, words spoken, can be a judgment against your life. But at the same time, the way you counteract that is with your words. Uh, I've said this, you know, I've told this testimony before in this story about when my wife was pregnant. Uh, We, people would say, oh, that's so awesome. You know, get your sleep now. And that was like the revolving, that was the line that kept coming out. Get your sleep now, get your sleep now. And I was like, first of all, the first time someone said it, it just hit me wrong. Like, no, my son's not going to be up at all hours of the night keeping us up. That's not going to be our story. Get your sleep now. Like like if I slept now, that somehow if I slept 13 hours a night now, somehow it's going to make up for the time when I'm only spending three sleeping three hours a night. But I just decided that wasn't going to be our story. So that was a tongue of judgment that was rising up against my sleep, and I wasn't going to have it. So people would say, oh, yeah, that's so awesome. Congratulations. Get your sleep now. And I'd be like, nope, he's going to sleep through the night. He's going to sleep through the night. And they would look at me like, what? You know, you, people don't, aren't used to you contradicting them. But when someone says something, that's a judgment against me. You know, I had someone, I was in a meeting, a business meeting, and people were going on and talking and saying different things about like their reason why they're doing the job. And this guy spoke up and said, you know, we all have our demons. And my friend, just out of his spirit, my friend uh, he goes to the same church I do. He's just out of his spirit. No, we don't. And you don't have to either. Uh, you know, when people say, if I hear someone preaching, you know, we all sin every day. No, speak for yourself. That's a tongue that's rising up against my identity. And I'm not having that. And so I'm thankful that the word of God is, is, is a way that we can learn and we can see through the word how to pray and we can see the effectiveness of prayer. And so if there's an area to get nailed down, one of the major areas would be prayer. Key, the Bible actually tells you how to get guaranteed answers to your prayer. It's not wishful. It's not like, well, you know, I hope that works. You can count on the word of God. The word is a sure foundation. You can know that if you do what the word says, you qualify for what's in the word. And so it's a way that you can guarantee your financial future. The Bible says if you give to the poor, you'll never lack. So if you make giving to the poor part of what you do, the Bible's Bible's committed, you'll never lack. The Bible says, "I've, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging for bread. By being a righteous person, I guarantee that my son and then uh, all the children that I have will be, uh, will never be in a place of begging because I'm righteous and because I'm going to train them up in the way that they should go. Right. So let's, um, let's get into keys for answered prayer. Number one is come with praise. 
The Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart and enter his courts with praise. I believe anytime you go to pray, praise should be the first thing that you do. If you read through the Old, through the Old Testament and the New Testament, even into the book of Acts, you read the way that people prayed, the, the prayers that were listed, like Elijah praying and fire coming down and Nehemiah praying, it always starts with exalting God. It isn't, oh God, This the opening words of the prayer aren't, oh God, it's been such a tough time, you got to help me. They were, Lord, we come before you. You're the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. You're the God who parted the Red Sea. You know, they come with, with reminding the Lord what he's done. So when you enter into to ask the Lord for prayer, excuse me, when you enter into ask, when you enter to pray for something, to ask the Lord for something, praise should be what you start with. Lord, I just want to start by saying I love you. You know, when I pray every day, I, I, I start with praise. I, I enter his gates with thanksgiving. I spend time thanking the Lord for what he's done. Lord, thank you for waking me up. Lord, you've been so generous towards me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for pouring your grace out on me. Lord, you could take anything could go from me, but I'm so thankful that I have your grace. I'm rich because of what you've given me. And so you come with praise. Um, if you want some uh, scriptures there to read some of the prayers, Nehemiah 1, 5, Acts 4, 24, Daniel 9, verse 3 through 5. So maintain your praise. Number two is be specific. Be specific so he gets the glory. And vague prayers prove a lack of expectation. So the Bible says, whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive and you have. Make definite requests. Have a definite request of what you're asking the Lord for. Number two, number one, come with praise. Number two, be specific. Number three, pray the word because it is his will. The Bible says in John chapter 15, verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. So praying the will of God. So when you get the will of God done in your spirit, it just comes out of your spirit. You know, that's why you can tell people who don't have... People who don't have the word of God in their spirit. Oh, you know, I just said, Lord, let your will be done. And I knew it was probably his time to go. No, that's you don't have the will of God done in your spirit. The thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy, but I'm come to give you life and life more abundantly. When you get it into your spirit that it's God's will, and you see through the word that it's God's will to bless you, to actually make you rich financially, to keep you in perfect health, that you don't suffer a stroke and go through life, you know, with a disability, that you don't stay in a wheel, that you're not in a wheelchair when you're older, that you don't have sugar diabetes. That's not God's will. It's God's will that you're healed of all of those things. And so when you get that, then you can pray what his will is. So number three is pray the word because the word is his will. If you come to, if you come to pray, make sure you have at least two scriptures for what you're going to pray for. What is it that you're going to pray for? If you're asking for vacation money, Lord, you said the young lions will lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Lord, you said you'd give me the desires of my heart. So I thank you according to those things. Lord, I'm asking you for this. And then you just pray. So have the word of God uh, ready to go. Find the promise because the promise is the proof of what you have. The Bible says faith is a substance of things hoped for. You know, you may not have the substance physically, but you have the word of God and you have faith in the word. If I've got a word, I've got the substance. Man, if I've got a word, I've got the substance. There's things I believe in the, believe in the Lord for. And I've just recently got a word for one of them, which means I've already got it. So now I can rejoice because I've got the word. And so I've already got it. The word is the substance. Number, number four, ask in Jesus name. The Bible says, whatsoever you ask the father in my name, we don't pray. You don't end up the prayer. Lord, we ask all this in your name. You, we don't end up the prayer. We, Lord, we, we thank you for it. You always say, in the name of Jesus. Use the name. Say the actual name. Pray in the name of Jesus. And pray 
to the Father, obviously, in the name of Jesus. We don't pray to Jesus when it comes to these requests. We pray to the Father. So if you ask the Father in my name, that will I do. Number five, ask in faith. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let him who asks, it says, if any man lack, this is James 1, 5 and 6. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and without, uh, that gives to all men liberally and abrades not. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he who wavers is like the waves of the sea that tossed. Let not, let not that man think that he will receive anything from the Lord. So decide. You know, if you can find a scripture, you just place your faith on that scripture and say, Lord, according to your scripture, I'm not backing off and ask in faith. Faith isn't for a month, excuse me, faith isn't for a day, for a week, a month, and then when it's not happening, you change. Faith says, I found it in the word and, and my expectation is based off the word of God. Number six, be earnest. The Bible says in James five sixteen, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. That word earnest is serious determination. So it's got to come from your heart. It's got to come from your heart. When people pray, Father, Lord, we just come to you. No, that's not an earnest prayer. If you say the word, you know, we taught in sales that if you say the word just and actually in your sales pitch, they're amplifier words and they're very salesy. If you call in the next 15 minutes, we'll actually double the order. You just pay shipping and handling extra. So those are amplifier words. So when I hear people pray that, they don't, Lord, you know, we just ask you today that you would just come among us. That voice, you're not praying earnestly. You'd rather pray for 30 seconds earnestly than 30 minutes of, Lord, we just want to say thank you. You know, we don't come asking anything from you. You know, people have such a weird attitude about this stuff. Like, we don't expect God to do it. Lord, we don't expect you to do anything for us. We haven't come for your hand. We've come for your face. That's unbiblical. Go for both. The Bible says, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength, which is what he can do for you, and seek his face evermore. It says both. Seek both. Lord, I just, I'll never ask you for anything again. The Bible says, ask and keep on asking. You're living an unbiblical life by praying prayers like that. That's false humility. It's actually pride. Anyway, let's move on. Number six, be earnest. Number seven, believe you have the answer and give thanks. Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, whatsoever you ask, when you pray, believe. Believe that you receive and you'll have. So you, when you pray, the moment you pray and you say, in Jesus' name, amen, you've already got it. You rejoice over the fact that the word has granted it to you. So you have... You have the answer and you give thanks. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you've provided for this vacation. Thank you, Lord, that you've provided for my tuition. Thank you, Lord, you've provided for me. Thank you, Lord, it's already mine. Thank you, Lord, I'm healed. Thank you, Lord, I'm whole. Thank you, Lord, I've got peace of mind. Thank you, Lord, I sleep well. I'm not waiting to see if it worked. I'm rejoicing over the fact that the word can't be wrong. So you, you, you believe you have the answer at the moment you prayed and you give thanks. After praying and believing you've received, the next thing to do is praise. Praise the Lord. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So hold fast to your confession of faith. Hold fast to your rejoicing. So when I pray like that, I don't then come the next day and do it all over. I just I just rejoice. I just thank him. Lord, I just want to thank you again for providing for me. Lord, your word says that young lions would lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord should not want any good thing. Lord, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You know, and you just begin to thank him. You thank him and you rejoice. So you maintain your praise. And then now that you've done the will of God, a few things post prayer. Ready? Number eight, be relaxed. Worry will cause you to act ahead of God. Think of Abraham. Sarah and Hagar, 
Abraham, if he had, if he had had patience, would have inherited the promises in the right time and wouldn't have had Ishmael from Hagar. So worry will cause you to act out too soon to come up with a plan B. So just be relaxed. The Bible says in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, which is earnest, heartfelt prayer, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God shall guard your heart and mind. And for the rest, think on what things are good. Number, uh, uh, and then I want to say along with that, anxiety is the thief of God's blessing. Um, number nine, refuse to quit. Don't ever give up. Hold fast to your confession, to your profession. Jesus gave the example of will he find faith in the earth of, of the woman who kept coming back to the unjust judge and saying, give me justice, give me justice. And then he said, the father who loves you will give you justice swiftly. But when the son of man returns, will he find faith on the earth? And so that's the question is, will you persist in faith? Faith is just a decision. Lord, I believe I'll always believe and I'm rejoicing over it, and I'm putting my faith on it until I see the manifestation of it. I have it in my spirit, but until I see the manifestation. So refuse to quit. And then number 10, walk in love. The Bible says that faith works by love in Galatians 5, 6. So stepping out of love steps you into sin. If you have ill will if you uh, towards people, if you, harsh, if you treat people harshly, if you're impatient, if you're mean to people, if you're always criticizing people, if you're always judging people, That'll keep you from your victory because it's not walking in love. Love is how faith works. When love is your motivator and the kingdom is your motivator and people are your motivator. The greatest thing we have on this earth is people. God has given us his son and his spirit to live on the inside of us. But outside of Jesus, the greatest thing God's given us and the, the thing that we have and the greatest treasure rather on earth is people. People. So being good to people. You may need to have a love overhaul in your life. And just being good to people, being patient with people. The Bible says, the Bible says to 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 give be patient towards all men. Be patient. We're humans. We make mistakes. I make them too. Be patient. And so that's number ten: is walk in love. And then in between your prayer and your answer, keep your eyes on three things: your tongue, your thoughts, and your actions. Your tongue must agree. Your mouth and your heart must agree, and your thoughts. You must agree. So you change your thoughts. When a thought comes of, oh, it's not going to happen, you say, no, Lord, I thank you that I'm the healed of the Lord, and you rejoice in the word. When a thought comes, oh, you know, it's going to be a long time. No, I thank you, Lord, that you give swift justice to your people. And so your actions and your thoughts and your tongue must line up with the word of God. So there you have it. There are the keys to answered prayer according to the word of God. What is it in the word that you need? Go after it. Go after it and... Uh, and 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 don't give up refuse to quit god loves you i love you thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next podcast